Hey friends, Lauren here. This is a spur of the moment podcast episode. I don't know how long this will be, but I was randomly inspired to create this episode for you on bravery. I've recently revisited this journal that was created by the one and only Glennon Doyle Melton and it's called Get Untamed and it's a journal based off of her best-selling book Untamed which is probably one of my favorite books of all time. I mean every single one of her books is my favorite book of all time. She is by far one of the best authors and speakers that I know and um, definitely huge inspo for me. Listening to Untamed actually inspired me to write my third book, Chasing Boys. It was during a period of when I first met my ex and I started dating him and I started falling deeply, madly in love with him. And I listened to Untamed twice and all the words just started pouring out of me. (laughs) So um, I recently revisited the Untamed journal, which if you enjoy journaling and reading and self-discovery, I would highly suggest checking out that journal. But I bought it from Target maybe like six months ago. And I went through the journal. I didn't finish it all, but my friends recently purchased it. And it just inspired me to do a second round of the journal. And I was, you know, it has some prompts and then it has some passages. And I was reading this paragraph on bravery. And it said, brave does not mean feeling afraid and doing it anyway. Brave means living from the inside out. Brave means in every uncertain moment, turning inward, feeling for the knowing and speaking it out loud. Since the knowing is specific, personal and ever changing, so is brave. Whether you are brave or not cannot be judged by people on the outside. Sometimes being brave requires letting the crowd think you're a coward. Sometimes brave means letting everyone down but yourself. And I was like, ooh, yeah, took a deep breath. Um, Brave is a word that I've historically grappled with because I've never felt like a super brave person. Courage has always been something, a value that I've strived to achieve more of, which is super interesting because I think my entire life has taken courage if I reflect on it. I've gone through a lot of adversity in my life. I don't want to say more than the average person, but I've gone through some things that people don't experience until they're 60 or 80 or sometimes never. And that's not to make me feel or sound special or inferior, superior, whatever. It's just the truth that in this lifetime, by 28 years old, I've experienced a lot of trauma, adversities at an early age, perhaps earlier than some people experience it. And that's okay. That's all good. However, it's very interesting that I refer to myself as someone that's not brave because I think holding on and living when it could be super easy to quit and throw in the towel metaphorically or realistically, uh, that's pretty freaking brave. (laughs) 
And I was journaling on this and something that I'm going through right now is facing my fears. And I wanted to talk about how much bravery it takes to face your fears. And this doesn't have to be, you know, I said I went through a lot of adversity and big T traumas. Like, it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be so extreme. We tend to live in the all or nothing. I know I for sure do live in the black and white. But it could be something as simple as saying I love you first. Or not even saying I love you but allowing yourself to love again after you've been hurt. That's super brave. I remember the moment uh, that I fell in love with my ex and we were downstairs and I was sitting on him and I was looking into his eyes. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> As I do in every single podcast. And I was looking into his eyes and I was like, Fuck no what am I like what did I just do because in that moment I knew that I was falling in love with him and I thought in my head while I looked into Nick's eyes I was like I love you I love this man and it's so interesting because he said I love you a few days later I think and I told him It's interesting you said I love you because I thought to myself for the first time that I loved you the other day when I was looking into your eyes and he was like, I was thinking the same thing that night too. And I was just like, whoa, chills. But I was so scared to fall in love again because love had never ended well for me. Anytime that I fell in love, I always felt like I'd fallen out of, you know, control. Every time that I had loved someone it felt like a sense of me was giving my power away and I felt helpless and it's really scary to feel powerless so that takes so much bravery it takes bravery to put yourself out there in any way to start a podcast to post your thoughts on social media um depending on you know what it is some people are super obnoxious and in your face but It takes so much bravery to speak your truth, to say no, to try again after you've been rejected, to leave a relationship, not just fall in love, but to leave a relationship. There's so many things that seem so minuscule and small that actually take extraordinary courage. And, you know, it took a lot of bravery for me to leave my relationship for good over the summer. Because it it was so easy to stay in there. I was so comfortable. My ex was my best fucking friend. But I wasn't happy. So I could have taken the easy way and just stayed and sucked it up and made excuses and just rationalized. Well, he's a good guy. But no, I said, I'm terrified of being alone after being in a relationship for two years. I don't know what the future is going to hold for me. I don't know what's behind this door uncertainty scares the hell out of me change is super intimidating and I said I'm not sure what's beyond this if there's anything beyond this but you know what was scarier to me staying with what I was familiar with it was less it became less scary and intimidating and threatening 
to end the relationship and not know what was on the other side than it was to stay in the familiarity of the discomfort and the unhappiness and the pain that I was living in inside of that relationship. I said, you know what? Being single scares the shit out of me, but being in this relationship, in this relationship scares me even more. I can't talk for some reason. So I got to that point and that's when I decided to leave. And it has been challenging. I'm not going to lie. I've been single for, let's see, July, August, September, October, for five months now. And I can't say it's gotten any easier, but I've adjusted. I've adjusted and I love my alone time now. I spend so much time by myself. Half the time I'm, you know, home with myself, by myself. And there was a point where I didn't think I was capable of doing that. I was like spending every day with my ex and the silence and the stillness and the quiet really irked me. And I think a lot of times we get used to a particular circumstance or situation. So it's easier to just throw in the towel and claim defeat and say, well, this is my circumstance. So this is what it is. But the bravery is doing what's the opposite. And I think that Lacey Phillips said the the medicine is the opposite. So when we feel stagnant or stuck, we have to ask ourselves, what does the version of me that I want to become, what would they do in this situation? So I get out of my relationship over the summer and I started developing this calling, this heart and soul longing to go back to Europe. So I just thought, yeah, whatever. Everyone wants to travel. Everyone wants to see the world, whatever. But then it started getting louder and more prominent and consuming so much more of my mental energy. And I was like, fuck, I really want to go back to Europe. And me being someone that's been diagnosed with like bipolar disorder and all this stuff, like my whole life I've been told I'm super impulsive. And because I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, PTSD, this, that, and the third, I was essentially told you can never trust yourself because you're erratic and you're impulsive and you do risky things. So don't trust yourself. So I tried to quiet it and detach from it and disconnect from it, but it wouldn't go away. And after a couple of months, I'm like, you know what? Shit, I'm gonna go back to Europe. So I made this internal decision with myself before I told anyone. Because you know how people get when you say, share big news. So I decided hell or high water, I'm going to go to Europe by myself. I didn't want to go with anyone. (laughs) You know, I didn't want to be confined or restricted to other people's plans. And a lot of times if you're traveling and travel with the wrong person, it could completely ruin the trip. So I said, I want to do this for myself by myself because I've never done anything for myself by myself before. And I wrote this in the journal today. The prompt was when 
Have you made a decision that defied expectations that your family, community, workplace, or the world had of you? So I wrote, this decision is one that I recently made to go to Europe and travel by myself. It's not rational or logical. It seems insensible, impulsive, erratic, and irresponsible, flightly, immature even. I'm risking losing my job, dangerous situations because I'm a woman alone in a foreign country, getting lost, being homesick, spending money I may never see again, the list goes on. I've never done anything like this before. I've never been by myself and away from my home or family for that long. I'm scared shitless and I'm going to do it anyway because I'm scared shitless and so afraid. I want to jump into my fear. And that really moved me because it's true this decision to backpack through Europe and go to Portugal and France and Spain and Italy and Greece like everyone that I've told so far is like oh where are you getting the money from you must have a lot of money it's just like bitch no I don't have more money I have as much money as the next person okay I have the average amount of money I would say maybe even lower because I didn't start working full-time until like three years ago so um minus a year of unemployment so no it's not like I'm rolling in the dough even if I was that's not really anyone's business how I'm going to afford this trip okay um they're like oh are you sure that's a good decision this is all the feedback I've gotten is 90% negative are you sure that's a good decision what are you gonna do for health insurance what are you gonna do about your job you're a woman that's not safe you're gonna be kidnapped or like all these these things and I'm just like first of all I I no longer want to take advice from people whose lives that I don't want like if I don't want your life don't give me advice because I don't want to go where you've been I don't want to go where you're going because you're not doing something that I want to be doing you know so I think that's important don't take advice from people who aren't living the type of life you want to live okay (laughs) note to self um And I think sometimes our dreams, they seem so big for people that they can't make sense of it in their own minds. You know, it's not the typical thing. You know, you don't just move across the world at 28 years old or whatever. You know, it's societally we're conditioned that, okay, you graduate from high school, get a degree, go to college... Uh, come home get a job get married have kids like a lot of people are like wow I wish I could do that like bitch you can do it you can fucking do it if I can do it literally anyone in the whole entire goddamn world can do it because I'm like the most um (laughs) what's the word that I'm looking for sheltered person that has ever existed and walked planet earth like i'm super sheltered i'm 28 years old i've never gone away to college i've never lived on my own i've never been alone i think the longest i've ever traveled was three weeks i went to romania and honestly i felt more alive during those three weeks than i'd ever felt in my whole life it really opened my eyes and it was such a beautiful touching magical experience and every time that i travel or leave the country I get that experience of course because I'm in a different country I'm in a new environment I'm traveling yada yada um I'm just saying it goes against the grain and 
I'm trying to not take what people say personally. I'm trying to not care. It is hard, though, when people you love don't support you. And I'm also super afraid because I am risking a lot. You know, I am risking getting fired from my job. And that's terrifying to me to not have the comfort of a nine to five five job and a steady salary coming in every week and obviously health insurance or whatever. Um, But truthfully, if my job wants to fire me for taking a couple months off, then that's honestly totally fine because I don't want to work for someone that doesn't have the um what's the word I'm looking for like doesn't want to let their employees I guess do something like that I know that not every company has the wherewithal and the tools and resources to just allow people to take off for months at a time I completely understand that but I want a supportive employer and I have to trust that the perfect employer is out there for me and it has been horrifying because as someone that almost has a PhD has director experience and has not been able to find a job for the last five months it's very uh intimidating to me because I feel like well if I can't find a job now or I'm at the peak of my career when will I ever be able to find a job you know I've been getting denied and denied and denied and denied I think I've gotten one single job interview out of applying for 500 plus places so it has been very demoralizing and defeating (laughs) but I have to trust that if I get fired from my job it's because I will find a better job in a few months or however far down the line and that that job was no longer meant for me I really am trying to have faith and believe in that so that it becomes less scary Um, so I am risking a lot by doing this but I feel like I need to do this Like, I don't feel there's any other option. I feel like for whatever reason, I need to be there for that long in that time frame at that location. And sometimes we don't know the reason of things ever, but sometimes the reason reveals itself down the line. So it's a big jump. It's a big leap. And that's exactly why I need to do it. I need to prove to myself that I'm capable of being by myself. I need to prove to myself that I have the ability to support myself and to do hard things and to do scary big things that I doubt that I could do. I think that this is going to be a huge shift, a huge up-leveling, super expansive and magnetic for me. And I'm (laughs) equally parts horrified and equally parts super fucking excited and proud of myself for defying the expectations of my family my society my workplace whatever Uh, because the type of person that I want to be and the life that I want for myself is on the other side of this choice to go to Europe so I want to end with that that the life that you want for yourself is on the opposite side of that thing you've been avoiding or fearing or putting off or discounting and that is probably the the thing that you need to do i remember when i started getting the intuitive nudge to end my relationship i want to say a year before i actually ended my relationship it was the summer of 2021 and i didn't want to hear it Because I thought that, oh, well, I'm the one that's bad. I'm the one that's wrong. I'm the one that's ruining things. So I didn't want to hear that intuitive nudge. So I pushed it down. I suppressed it. I repressed it. 
And guess what? It just got louder and louder. And then it started coming out through me in resentment and anger in decisions that sabotage the relationship ultimately because I was trying to end the relationship because deep down subconsciously I knew the relationship had to end but I wasn't ending it so I was doing things that would potentially end the relationship (laughs) without saying I want to end the relationship so when we quiet that inner knowing when we suppress that inner wisdom it's gonna get louder and harder to ignore until eventually we we have to face it so I think that that's something to keep in mind and if you're not feeling brave or super courageous right now know that just being here times are really hard man in America everything's just crazy all over the world I know America is a first world country but things have been really hard the last few years no matter which side you stand on politically i'm not even going to get into that fuck all that like (laughs) i'm very apolitical i'm very um whatever but no matter what side you stand on i think we can all admit that times have been kind of tough in the last few years and it takes bravery to just show up specifically to just show up as ourselves in a world that tells us that who we are needs to be fixed changed who we are is not okay it takes so much courage to just be here man to to listen to this to face who you are to admit that you know i have things i need to work on it's not always just the other person sometimes it's it's me (laughs) sometimes it's us it's not always other people often it's always us other people are just a mere reflection and projection of what's going on inside of us so it takes bravery to admit that it's humbling it takes courage to face the fact that we are not perfect and we are not victims to our circumstances it takes courage to wake up to that fact And that's why I decided to change the name of my podcast to Waking Up uh, because I don't align with I'm not a victim anymore. My friend said, who are you trying to convince? (laughs) Like yourself or, you know, and I think that's true. That this is the life beyond my victimhood. At one point I was a victim, but I no longer subscribe to that. I'm not a victim anymore. And, um... I think just waking up to what's on the other side of that is beautiful and that's a good place to start and it takes so much bravery to just be with what is right now in the present moment even if we're not quote-unquote okay with it just sit with it and allow it and feel it that's the bravest thing anyone can do is to sometimes simply do nothing so i think that's it for today i'm hoping tonight i can get a better night's sleep i have so much trouble falling asleep so if anyone has any suggestions or like supplements or anything that works for them please don't dm me and say melatonin okay every time i say i have sleep problems try melatonin i you think i haven't tried melatonin okay i tried melatonin 800 times that shit does not work for me um so if you have insomnia 
and you have anything that works, please feel free to shoot me a message. I can be reached on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti, although I'm not always on Instagram. I'm on and off. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. It's super great for my quote-unquote business, which I don't have a business, but for sharing my writings and my podcast and whatnot, networking, collabing, whatever, but I hate everything else about it. (laughs) Um, It's definitely a numbing and distraction tool that uh, I tend to not be able to use in moderation, so that's why I'm off of it right now. By the time this airs, I don't know if I'll be on it, but I definitely plan to be on it when I'm on my trip because I plan on blogging the entire thing. So give me a follow if you want to see that and perhaps I'll upload it to YouTube and stay tuned for my website, my blog to come. I think it will be really fun and exciting. And also if you haven't checked out Love is Insanity, it is available for purchase now. I'm so proud of it. It's truly a beautiful piece of art and uh, took a lot of work and I'm so proud of how it turned out. I think it's awesome. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I guess I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.